0: Welcome to Blossoming Season Podcast, and I am your host, Dana Taylor. Season two is all about men's vulnerability and their journey to self-love. I'll be having conversations with men from different walks of life from across the globe. We'll be unpacking everything from masculinity, what does that look like? Childhood traumas, relationships with parents, fatherhood, sex, spirituality, deep healing, grief, adultery, child abuse, financial instability and the list goes on. For all of the men who have participated, thank you so much. We shall be releasing episodes every Wednesday 7pm BST time. On that note, enjoy everyone, there is truly so much to learn. Today's episode is with Jose Yuka. He is a global TEDx speaker, NLP coach, international business, marketing specialist and founder of Finding Excellence. Jose spent the last 10 years travelling the world successfully growing and promoting different businesses by working alongside them to bring about transformational change through the power of advanced communication skills. And he is here today to share his journey of vulnerability and how powerful it has been for him. Enjoy today's episode. It is filled with stories, love and laughter. to the show Jose Um, and thank you for joining me on Blossoming Seasons podcast which is a special season for men's vulnerability. So I shall start with the question. I want you to find out a little bit more about your vulnerability um, you know and exploring that as a man uh, and where did that begin like your journey of vulnerability from childhood right back through to now and how does that look for you?
1: You, you asked me that question and I just got shivers down my spine. So let me, let, me, let me shake it off a little bit because then I go straight into being vulnerable as in, you know, thinking about those moments in my life when I've been vulnerable and how mm. beneficial it's been for me. Well, if, if you ask me to go back to, you know, my childhood, I wasn't very much aware of what was happening. Mm. Even as I went through my teenage years, I mean, I I would be vulnerable, I would be reserved, I would struggle with, you know, life because I wouldn't understand what was really going on out there. You know, as a teenager, I was confused, Mm. I was upset, I didn't like myself. And then I reached a point in my life in which it sort of turned around And from being vulnerable, humble, I just went like, you know what, I'm Jose, people like me, Mm -hmm. women like me, I've got this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So super confident type of what vulnerable. What was that word again? (laughs) What do I need that for? I mean, I got into martial arts for many years. So build up kind of muscles, going to the gym. So come on, I'm the puppy. Yeah. Being Venezuelan and everything. It's just like, I've got this. I mean, finally. Yeah. So you wanted the, the, the good old boy that was vulnerable, shy, sad, upset, didn't like himself. Well, and it's going to be up yours. This is the new me. Yeah. This is the, the Jose that's going to go through everything.
0: Okay. Ooh.
1: Cool. So yeah, at that point, I'm like, okay, well, this seems to be making sense. And I felt empty. For so many years, I felt empty. I kept on looking for things. Nothing would satisfy me. Nothing would fill me in, you know, like fulfill me. It's the word I was looking for. And uh, I got married. And three years later, I got
0: divorced.
1: Uh That was the big shift in my life from, you know, that cocky Jose, I know it all, I can do it all. And, you know, I'm great. And that's it. And I don't face Mm -hmm. those moments in which I feel vulnerable. I don't expose myself in that sense. And at that moment, I realized, wow, what a big mistake that was or a big learning for me. Mm -hmm because that was the time in which I really went inwards to explore myself, to discover what were all of those different elements that took me to that divorce? Where do I fail? What did I need to learn? You know, what what did I really want in life? What was my purpose? Was there a purpose? So all of those questions became very, very relevant and I started crying with purpose as well. Wow. So, and that was, I'm going to turn, I'm going to turn 40 this year in November. Don't, really? share, that the, don't share that with the audience. Okay. So, so you, we caught this out. Choo, choo, choo. Okay. Be yes.
0: safe with me.
1: <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Dana. <laughs> <laughs> so for yeah that was what seven eight years ago i mean when i went through all of this transformation transformation Mm self-discovery and now i cry often okay and i expose my feelings within reason you know depending on the environment as well i expose my feelings when i speak to my wife Mm -hmm. I I got married again when I speak to my parents. Mm -hmm. I tell them I love them every time I can, even Mm -hmm. if it's sometimes a word that may come like, "Mm, I'm not feeling it. Hold on a second. I'm feeling it. I just don't want to express it. I love you, dad. I love you, mom. Mm -hmm. I take the moment to say that. I'll take the Mm -hmm. moment to say to my wife, thank you. I'm wrong. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for supporting me. I love you. That comes from inside. And before I was blocking it, now when I feel it, That's why I get the shivers down my spine and everything. I just go out there for you, for my audience, for my people, for my cat. The other day I shouted at him and I felt the feeling came inside and I felt like pressure here. I'm not supposed to be making a little animal feel bad, like, you know, by shouting. And I just Mm -hmm. cried with him a little bit. Wow. What a feeling. It's not like I go cry for hours. It's just a little, a couple of tears.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Get that feeling out there. And and the cat looked at me and connected with me in a way that is just that that is that basic feeling that connects the world i would say wow. that's the power of vulnerability to me mm. when you are out there you're a bit raw yeah. you're a bit you know ah, you feel it you connect the cat gave me that look he don't he doesn't do it often and there he was for me he was next to me he didn't make yeah. a sound he just gave me the look oh, that's so
0: sweet do you know what i love the fact that you've connected this back to even the animals i'm a big animal lover so the fact that you can just resonate and be aware of your actions even to an innocent small animal is such a powerful thing to be in in your i get in your element because vulnerability is so powerful and of course you're not talking about breaking down with like crazy amounts of tears but you are really showing how powerful it is to own your truth, share your love. Um, and it's what, what I'd like to know then is what is it that you learnt coming from that divorce that you had initially all those years ago to being the, the man that you are today with the wife that you're with right now?
1: Mm. This is a, yeah, a realisation, an ongoing thing. Apart uh-huh. from learning, learning on a daily basis, I realized or decided to believe that life is not about me. Mm. Life is about me and everybody else. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm the person. If I'm not here, then I cannot do anything for anybody.
0: So mm-hmm. I, come,
1: I come first to take care of myself. It's just like, you know, you're on the plane and you put the, the oxygen mask first, mm-hmm. that kind of approach, but then being there for other people. Really, how can I impact others? Mm-hmm. So that really puts my attention, my energy, everything out there. And it brings me a feeling of uh, peace, fulfillment, balance, different things. And I'm not going to say, Dana, that I'm there every day. Yeah. I'm a human being. That's mm-hmm. why, you know, for me, it is a learning curve. But the mm-hmm. biggest learning for me was to realize, wow, well, by focusing on other people, I could in my opinion, in my map of the world, I can be a much better human being.
0: Mm. That's, see, that's, I find that's beautiful because you're acknowledging that it's daily work, daily progress, Um, and there's no such thing as being perfect, you know, so we're going to explore different parts of ourselves all the time. (laughs) absolutely
1: there there is one thing we are very imperfect and that's Mm -hmm. the beauty of us because we're always working progress right so Mm -hmm. we can always learn we can always change things around we can always look at different perspectives we you know we can always do stuff
0: this is is so true this is so true and on that note i really wanted to touch on then. um so you your heritage is venezuelan yes yes venezuela so um so what I wanted to find out where are you based right now?
1: Amazing walking. Sorry. Oh what
0: right. oh, right. you mean sorry? Okay. Yeah. So what I wanted to find out a little bit more than culturally, is your is the Venezuelan culture more expressive for men to be, you know, to express themselves emotionally? you know, or is it kind of, do you still have that, I guess, masculine archetype that you have to be strong, you don't show your emotions, that's not what you do, you'll be seen as weak?
1: Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about this answer, because uh, one of the things I don't like doing is generalizing, even though uh-huh. sometimes, you know, it's the, it can be the stereotype.
0: Mm-hmm. I haven't
1: been to Venezuela in many years, I left in 2006. Mm-hmm. Back then, the people I spent time with, you know, you share kind of values. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, back then I would yeah, probably, you know, the people I was spending time with were a bit more like me. So mm-hmm. we wouldn't express much of our emotions and it would be more of a, a, bit of a macho culture and I'm going out there for the ladies and, you know, a bit of a vain type of ah. life. Okay. But then I wouldn't like to say like everyone else was like that. Although when I travel to those countries, other countries in Latin America, I do find that still. Ah. So I don't know. I I don't think I'm answering the question. I'm just giving you my version without really compromising.
0: (laughs) 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 You know what? That is (laughs) is okay because... You know I it, it's just if someone says to me does Jamaican culture Dana have um that stereotype that he needs to be the man and blah 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 and I cannot speak for everybody across the culture because everybody's different with different experiences mm. primary secondary socialization however I would say overall when you are looking at your you know your grandparents your parents and they say A man shouldn't be crying. What do you mean? A man should cry. No. You know, you get those kind of things that are there, like the the kind of general kind of things that move through themes, that move through our cultures, you know?
1: I didn't get that in my family. Uh I didn't didn't get that. One of my biggest, and today still, even though he's not around anymore, my granddad, Uh my granddad, I remember we would be having dinner or something, and he would think about his mom. He would remember his mom and he would cry a little bit out of the emotions. Yeah. Mm. My dad, my dad is not, that's my granddad on my mom's side. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Then my dad actually has never been the kind of person that says uh, men don't cry. He doesn't share many tears like I do, but he's Mm -hmm. very open. Sensitive and you know, at home, they are equals. You know, my dad cooks, then my mom cooks, my dad does something. I mean, they are all at the same level. So I I grew up having that at home and yet experiencing the opposite when I would go out to some other families.
0: Ah, I can with you. So
1: that of course I'm I'm sure that had an impact on the person I am today. Mm -hmm. But then culture also had the impact because I was sensitive at home. And then when Mm -hmm. I went out, I realized, wow, if I play this card, they're going to kick me in the nuts, which they did many times, bullying and everything else. So I created that sort of shield and that, you know, that persona in which, you know what, I'm Jose and you're not going to stop me this time. You're not going to bully me. Mm -hmm. Then I reached the time in which I got divorced and then I realized this is not working. So Mm -hmm. I decided to, my wife said something very nice to me the other day. She said to Mm -hmm. me, look, you still are both. You're still the vulnerable and -hmm. the guy with the drive the beauty Mm. if when you find that congruence and you combine the two Mm. which again you are unstoppable both through love and passion Mm -hmm. and purpose this
0: this is this is quite interesting because I was looking at the feminine archetypes and they were talking about like there's like the sage woman who will speak life into her partner um who will you know really talk about um, the power of love so she sounds like she might be the lover in the sage, where she comes together to uh, to empower her husband in terms of letting you know how powerful love is to get you to the other side and how to to merge the two and let you see the the strengths that you actually carry it sounds like yeah it just sounded like that I was just put a digress a little bit but that's how it sounds
1: no that's gr- no digression at all I loved it that's That's exactly how I experienced my relationship with her in many occasions. So yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'll share this once it's ready. I'll share it with her.
0: Yeah. Do you know, I'm going to send you the link so she can do it. So I'll be intrigued to see what she comes back with. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This is good. So, okay. So we see that. So do you feel that in terms of where we are at the moment in the UK, we have three out of four suicides at the moment with, be men committing suicide and a lot of the times they finding men are unable to express their emotions um there's like a big taboo on that I mean how would you I mean how if how do I mean I know your environment's different in terms of where you've been raised but how would you advise those men who are listening right now who are in secret you know they're, they're struggling behind the scenes to express themselves because they don't know how to say they need help for whether it's money, love, direction, you know, feeling empty inside. I mean, do you have any tips for them to kind of move through those emotions?
1: What comes to mind, I remember, I used to be the bad friend in terms of listening.
0: Mm.
1: When I was back in Venezuela, I remember my friends, they would come to me to you know share their emotions their problems and I would never listen and that came back to me now as men generalizing of course sometimes we don't mind sharing a few things with our best friends Mm -hmm. so if you are a best friend of a man that comes to you lend your ear listen to them that would be the first thing just listen see what they've got to say without judgments just listen Going back to what you said then about asking for help, if you know if you don't want to go to an uh, you know a stranger, mm-hmm. then look within your circle, somebody that you think could listen to you, somebody that you could ventilate with because it's fine, I mean ventilating, it's not for women, ventilating is for everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I carry something inside me, I can go shouting, I sometimes grab the pillow and I cover my face, sorry, my face and I shout. Mm-hmm. And then I release that, I release that tension. That is tension that is inside me. It's out now. Mm -hmm. So you can do that by yourself. Mm -hmm. The other one is just go and look for, within your circle, look for people that you think can listen to you. My mom has always helped me. So my mom has been that great person to me. Different to my dad, to my mom, I can speak and she would listen. So ask yourself maybe the question, who within my circle could listen to me? Who could I speak to? I always invite people to actually think, look within themselves. Yes, men, we tend to be, even today, sometimes ask for help. I just go, in my mind, the first thing that I do is just, I'm going to sort it out myself. What do you mean? Fine, do that. And if it's not working, then look for help. Give, yours, give it a go, of course. I mean, yeah, it's not working, fine. Who can I ask for? What's the worst that can happen? I usually give the example of myself. I think I made some decent progress through life based on what I wanted to achieve. And you know what? If it wasn't for the people around me, I wouldn't be where I am today. So more and more, I ask for help. I ask for um, tips on things. Mm-hmm. I you know, I, I just go out and really ask Dana, I mean, you're running a successful business. How are you doing it? You're running a podcast. How are you doing it? Mm-hmm. You, how, how do you deal with stress? How do you meditate? What can I do too? How do you do it? Mm-hmm go and ask questions. Now there seems to be a revolution around, you know, the coaching industry, many people becoming coaches. Uh Well, take that opportunity as well and reach out, get a coach for your life. You know, (laughs) Uh, yeah. I mean, a coach, I mean, it can be the coach as in, yeah, I've got a coach and I'm paying for it, but we can all coach each other Mm. by listening, by asking some curious questions, I mean, you come and talk to me, I listen, and I ask you questions because I'm curious about you, not because I want you to think I know the stuff, because I want you to think I'm right. (laughs) Be out there, ask some curious questions, find out about the other person. We Mm -hmm. start doing this as men, of course, women, men, women, all of us. But since we're Mm -hmm. speaking about men, do that a bit more often. Mm -hmm. What's the worst that can happen? Mm -hmm. You can either, and going, you know, very blunt, you can go and Lose your life, Uh which would be then, that's it. You are not existing anymore. You cannot share your excellence with anybody else.
0: Mm.
1: Or you can go and have a chat with somebody. Mm. What's the worst that could happen if you had a chat with somebody? Mm. Say they make fun of you. Oh, how is that compared to losing your life? Mm.
0: I'm so with you. You know, it's important to have a nice little chit-chat um and for those who don't know how to speak because some men just cannot get it out to write you know to get creative to paint um I've had friends go through male friends in particular go through some hard mentally challenging times that took up painting took up creating music took up knitting yeah all sorts all sorts of crafts that they decided they just want you to focus their concentration elsewhere and kind of just decompress and do something for the fun of doing it rather than being that they have to do it. You know? Mm. Yeah. And that, yeah. That's so, and,
1: and that's so important Dana, because it's not like one thing is going to be for everybody. There's different ways in which we can overcome our situations in life. You mm-hmm. just mentioned a few. Absolutely. Sometimes for me, it's just listening to some music, a piece of music to calm me down. Mm. I've always been very expressive so the shouting because I don't want to scare people around my neighborhood I just shout (laughs) holding the pillow and then I release all of that and then after that I feel amazing that's why crying works as well so find find those things that work for you if you Mm -hmm. think you're super macho yeah come on give the pillow a big shout Mm.
0: this is true this true. I like that I used to do it when I was um younger I used to do the screaming in the house oh my gosh I just come in, I'd knock the neighbor's doors first. Like, it's like, so I, you know, it's about to go off. And she goes, You're gonna have a screaming session. I was like, yeah, you know, before I was coming up to my exams, and I would just release it all out. And I'm like, okay, I'm over it. All right, go. So, you know, I think it's so important to know what your outlet is and to find your joy um intimately with yourself. And I I, I always ask do you know what it's like to be alone how to be happy on your own um instead of looking for the external to make yourself happy and um you know a lot of people I guess especially through this pandemic have had to sit with themselves have had to learn them about who they are and just don't know how to kind of navigate or find the right tools to do so and I guess that's what it is it's about I guess Um, planting little seeds to our friends and family and the wider circles to be like oh you could do this you could do that
1: yeah absolutely and that's why having these conversations we all learn from each other as well Mm -hmm. you mentioned something that's super important if you don't know how to do something yet Mm -hmm. ask yourself ask yourself how can I you know be better when I'm by myself or how Mm -hmm. can I have fun if you don't, if you just actually answer the question by saying, I don't know, and then I don't know, you never know.
0: Mm-hmm. That's one of the
1: things I do when people, I ask a question, I say, you do, I don't know. You do know. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you do know. Oh, well, yeah, I guess I do know. You do know. Mm-hmm. Maybe two, three times and they realize, yeah, I do know. So next time you think you don't know, you do know. Mm-hmm. Then you start asking for questions. Look, I love it. When, and this happens 99% of the time, I program my mind. I say, look, I'm going mm-hmm. to wake up tomorrow at six without mm-hmm. the alarm clock. Guess what happens? I wake up around six without the alarm clock. Mm -hmm. I'm going, I'm going to sleep on it. Yeah. By the morning I've got an answer to it or I got some new alternatives, Mm. new perspectives. Mm -hmm. Use this baby. Ask yourself some good questions and good answers will come.
0: It's so true. And um, I feel that that there's a, we've been preconditioned to always ask everybody else to some degree without sometimes learning how to um, to follow our own intuition, you know, and to be proactive about our own um, wellbeing, because we have these beautiful gadgets here, mobile phones, an extension of ourselves that we can actually use to search for things, connect with people, um, get the right tools to go forward. So I just feel that whilst it's important for us to, yes, share, um, and yes, ask others for help. It's important to understand how we can truly help ourselves um, by being at peace within ourselves and be, you know, getting excited about the internal adventure because we are adventure. All that self discovery, all that new knowledge, you know, to know about yourself. Yeah, I
1: know. We should say, yeah, I couldn't agree more.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, and I say this, like, it's, you know, sometimes. You, like a lot of men have expressed, they felt that that in their chest they can't breathe, they can't get it out and they're drowning inside and it's like, let's learn how to swim in our own oceans, let's learn how to navigate those currents, let's learn how to deep dive and take a look at the beautiful wonders of our own oceans within us, because we're so um, captivated by what we see under the sea, what we see on planet Earth, all these programmes, And yet still it's important for us to remember that there's so much going on within us that we haven't even yet discovered that's a beautiful ocean and universe in itself to uh to create and to see what we've already created the things that we didn't see the things that we've forgotten as well
1: what a lovely metaphor swimming in our own oceans our own space i'm i'm writing that one down here making a note lovely Ah. lovely and imagine now as you as you think because metaphors are powerful Mm -hmm. and they represent that moment in our lives so potentially when you're speaking now imagine then that we as men as women start Mm -hmm. coming up with the metaphors that of our dream life or how we would like things to be for you swimming in your own oceans for example or you know whatever that might be i find myself flowing like a river through life Mm -hmm. effortless just flowing and as I think about my metaphor, guess what's happening? I get the feeling and that, that impacts my physiology. And then potentially that needs to that changes because there's no resistance, it's just flow. Right? So what, what is your metaphor? Yeah. What story are you telling yourself? <laughs> Become aware of it. So are you telling yourself that like, you know, you're supposed to be stiff and oh, everything is, you know, you're trying, everything is so difficult. Yeah, oh, I guess, how am I feeling? <sighs> So, and then I go flowing. Ah, yeah. You see? Yeah. Yeah, Dana. Yeah, right. So how are you today? Yeah, thank you for having me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I absolutely love this podcast. I'm loving it, you know. (laughs) I love it. It's true. It is about flow, isn't it? It is about that. Um, And uh, yeah, I just feel that there's so much to explore about ourselves and as men to explore that to get excited about your life, even when you feel that you are stuck. I truly believe freedom is of the mind. So, and to really understand the power of the language that we're using, as you mentioned, you know, to flow, to to use language that is of movement um, instead of barrier words is so important. You know, when we've got, we're hearing the words consistently pulled out, lockdown. Of course, you're going to feel restricted. If you see blossoming season, It's an opportunity for you to grow, for you to blossom, something new is happening, you're planting something new, you're nurturing something, you're weeding out your own garden, you're smelling the beautiful roses, the sense of your own soul, you know, for me, that's, that's what it is, you know, the more you are being still and being within yourself, you're nourishing parts of your soul, the depths of who you are, um, the core and you're you're creating, because you're the co-creator of your life, so... That's how I see, yeah, Jose,
1: Jose. Yo, 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 Dana, I love it. I mean, you put me at ease with that. Well, two things. I mean, your tonality, and then I can see your smile and everything else, and then the story you're telling me. So I just, yeah, I can see myself in the garden. I smell the flowers. That's the power of telling a, you know, a lovely story like that. Wow. Oh, thank you. I let's
0: talk.
1: It. Let's talk. Let's talk more often. Obviously, I mean, whenever I feel like shouting. At the pillow or inside the pillow, I'll come, Dana, would you mind having a quick chat? <laughs>
0: I'll be like, it's okay, Jose, I'm coming. How are you doing? <laughs>
1: hey, I want to be out there in the garden. I want to smell the flowers again.
0: You know, I uh, think it's just a beautiful lovely. thing. And There's, um, what do you think about, do you know much about, it? What, how do you feel about the whole masculine and feminine energy thing? Do you know much about it? Is that something that you tap into yourself?
1: Wow. I mean, maybe not under that terminology so tell me a bit more and maybe I can you know how I represent that in my in my own mind
0: yeah so I've been dipping into this quite a bit I've been in the femininity rooms and they talk about the femininity being in like you're receiving energy you are you know you're flourishing you're nurturing you're um growing you're knowing how to uh to to just cultivate you know in a different way without having to be stepping into what they see as masculine energy as they provider energy constantly doing constantly on the go constantly um creating barriers of strength and um like a warrior i guess kind of feel so there's they have a slight differentiation i'd have to get one of these masculinity femininity experts on here actually um to talk about the mask more but the the masculine archetype of being able to have a sense of direction you don't need to ask for help um you know you're structured you are you don't show too much emotion as a man within the masculine kind of realm so you just Mm. get out there and you do
1: yeah well I haven't heard too much about the, the two archetypes like uh-huh. that, as in feminine and masculine energy mm-hmm. to me. And this is something my mom has always said, look, we are, we are the same in essence, we are the same. Mm-hmm. So if we get to actually combine the two, the best version of each side, I mean, we are always powerful. It's just like being super congruent. Mm. Because if you think about it, women, you have got some amazing things and then men as well. So how about, you know, we start thinking because I mean, vulnerability was attributed mainly to women in the past and now Mm -hmm. we're kind of speaking about it you know with men yeah so what if then you know then any other trait any other thing that women have we take it on board your ability to talk openly about things i mean that's Mm -hmm. fantastic and i'm still not there yet Mm. and then for example then women take some other attributes from men I don't know. It can be, and I know you have got women leading, incredible women. But things like that. I mean, you can spot positives in your. I'm thinking about a a couple's relationship. You can spot great things about your partner, and then you can adapt some of them, take them on board. You know, kind of yeah, I would like to Uh give that a go, and the same, which is modeling. Yeah. Which one of the things I do from NLP, which is you know. the structure of the subjective experience. So, how that person is doing something, I like it. Let me try that on. Wow. Yeah, cool. And then the other person. So, like that, it's just, you know, a continuous learning process from men to men, women to women, men to men,
0: mm-hmm. you know, men
1: to women, women to men, every way. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, how can I say? It's just, we are all equal. So if we look at the person in front of you as an equal, and then you decide to get curious and learn from that person, then there's no men or women, really. It's just us. It's just, you know, human, human beings.
0: Human beings. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Make- I, I got to my point. I got to my point in the end. I just wanted to, <laughs> you know, I was kind of organizing my ideas as I was as I was verbalizing.
0: Uh-huh. I like it. I like it though. I like that because it's off the cuff. Do you know what I mean? And this is why I do the podcast in this way because I don't want there to be too much stretch. I want there to be free flow, free flow, flowing, reflowing. Oh, gosh. Right. So this has been amazing. Um, I know I uh, don't want to take up too much more of your time because we've got 40 minutes.
1: Uh, uh, uh. the same the same here Dana this has been super fun I'm loving it invite me again come on
0: (laughs) I will I will part two two.
1: Jojo Dana and Jose come to the Eh, party!
0: oh my gosh I want to rap too but I don't know if I'm gonna be as good as you (laughs) whoa whoa
1: Dana I don't know what to say you just slapped me on my face Ah! (laughs) <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! Okay, I'm I'm done. I'm done with the rapping. <laughs> oh, <clears throat>
0: okay.
1: Goodness, okay, wow! Wow! Okay, wow!
0: Well, yeah, the, the power,
1: moment. the power of laughter, right?
0: it's true you know it's true And is isn't laughter so wonderful to raise your vibrations make you feel good
1: wow yeah i'm very relaxed now i mean fantastic to laugh i invite people to laugh more often as well
0: yes yes (laughs) (laughs) well thank you so much jose um for coming on is there anything in particular that you would like to share any last words about what you're doing what you're up to um that could possibly help those who are listening
1: yes we just laughed a little bit or a lot so i invite people to laugh more often by doing this right i'm going to go you take a deep breath okay and you go do it with me then okay and when you exhale you laugh yeah so (laughs) (laughs) and you do it again three times and then you exhale laughter, <laughs> and you do it one more time. You, and you exhale laughter again. <laughs> okay, let, let me catch my breath. Uh, that's one thing. Uh, uh, you know what? Okay. That's how it, That's how I would like to finish this. If people want to get in touch. They can find me on LinkedIn, on Instagram, on Clubhouse. My website is uh, Mm www.findingexcellence.com. Facebook, anywhere, guys. YouTube, whatever. (laughs) But, you know, yeah, that's me. I really wanted to finish that with the power of laughter because it is healing.
0: Ah, it so is. I'm so with you on this, Jose. Jose, I'm so with you.
1: Dana 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 thank you thank you so much for having me on your show it's been it's been an incredible pleasure i have to say thank you very very much likewise
0: thank you for coming on i completely and wholeheartedly appreciate your vibrations Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of its Blossoming Season podcast. And what is the reason for the season? (laughs) The reason for the season is men's vulnerability. And men, we see you, we feel you, and we support you. And if you feel that this episode has been beneficial for yourself, or you feel it will be beneficial for anyone else that you know, send it on to a friend, a family member, a work colleague, to a stranger that you just bump into in a coffee shop. It really doesn't matter. Um, If you want to get in contact with myself or anyone on the episodes, the links are always below. You can find me at Blossoming Seasons, that's plural, on Instagram. You can find me at Dana Taylor on LinkedIn, or you can come directly to the website, which is www.blossomingseason. That's just with the n. dot com. Okay, everyone, send you all lots of love, and I'll see you next week, Wednesday, seven p.m. BST. Uh, find out what it means to me. <laughs> Take care.